Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. And welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 129. My name is Eric. <clears throat> My name is Jason. Night and Squire. <laughs> Who do you want to be? Oh, can I be the Squire? Alright. I always like being second in command. <clears throat> you know, there's not enough, there's, there's not so much pressure. Right. You get to get mad and like go off on your own and have an adventure and then come back, you know. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's fun, because then I'll be, uh, you know, in charge, but really, I'm just kind of dumb, and you're covering for me the entire time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, works. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I just, I just realized that this is just like Inspector Gadget and, uh, Penny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the, uh, great, uh, you know, duos, mm-hmm. uh, I think, are that. Watson and uh, Sherlock Holmes. I think Watson was the brainier one. I, I think so. Really? At least according to one movie that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I can't, could not tell you the name of that movie right now, though. I mm. think Michael Caine might have been in it. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> Playing uh, Sherlock Holmes? Uh, he, I think so. If uh, if he wasn't, he played Watson. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah. I like some Michael Caine. Michael Caine is pretty good. Yeah. Still haven't seen Harry Brown. I've been wanting to see that for a while. Me neither. Maybe uh, maybe that'll be my next pick. Maybe that'll be your pick. Maybe it will be. I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> Tell you what, if you veto my pick, maybe I'll pick that. Okay. Because I do have a pick. <laughs> but I do want to see Harry Brown. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, how's it going? Excellente, my uh, my friend. Uh, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Um... Yeah, I'm at yourself. Oh, I'm not right. No? Yeah. You're living that life. What? You're living that life. You're out there in the world. Uh, not really. No? No, yeah. I'm, uh, I am shut in. Oh. Yeah, I am, uh, not living a life. 
Oh. I'm uh, not out there anywhere oh. and, uh, other than work and drive. home. That's how you drive. You drive to work. I drive to work. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. That's pretty good. That's, that's out there. Yeah. If, uh, if uh, tomorrow my boss uh, gave me the option to uh, work from home, uh never leaving the house again. Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? I uh, kind of would. <laughs> kind of would. See, I, yes, it's so pricey. Well, my work's not far enough away that, like, actually driving there is no problem. Right. But I would love to work there after we were closed. Like if they needed just somebody there for like ten hours to like Organize stock and, and yeah, order stuff and right. Well, I know, I know, Jack has whoa, whoa, no whoa, clean. Clean. I whoa, know, whoa. I know. I'm sorry. Where are you? <laughs> <coughs> Where do you? Well, I don't know what store you're talking about. Uh, yeah, we clean uh, once a year right before Free Comic Day. We vacuum <laughs> just so those people are like every time we come here, it's always so clean because they only come uh, that once. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, comic books. Uh, I love them. Sergio. I love them comics. I like them somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. I've been reading, uh, at least I've read in uh, the past week uh, more comics than I usually have. Yeah. You know, uh, you know I mean, aside from... Uh, for the show? For the show, yeah. I read... Uh, <clears throat> the first two uh, comics collected in the Essential Moon Knight Volume One. Oh wow! Yeah, is there is that Bill Sinkovich? No, no, no not yet. Because oh. he premiered in Werewolf by Night. Oh, and that's got those in there. Yeah, oh, sweet. He was a very different character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, not very, but you know, different enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, different kind of costume, different origin. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same same uh, secret identity. Same secret identity. Yeah, yeah. Huh. but uh, he was basically just a guy that was hired to fight werewolf by night and capture him. Really, yeah. I didn't know that. And uh, yeah, he was just given the costume by some sort of weird group. Wow. Yeah. So he was maybe a throwaway character. Maybe that yeah. they that they. <clears throat> but like Frenchie was there. You know his uh, his uh, French gay sidekick. I don't remember Frenchie. Oh yeah. He's uh, he's been in most of the incarnations of Moon Knight. Really? Yeah. Wow. The uh, basically his sort of uh, Alfred type, oh, you okay. know, uh, butler slash uh, confidant slash mechanic. All right. <clears throat> he does his laundry and gives him advice on the world. Probably. Yeah. 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 But with a really horribly written French accent. Because <laughs> that's comics. Like phonetically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> See, I love it when, like, people can do it right, like when Dave Sim can do it right, and it's amazing. Like, right. he, he writes phonetic accents amazingly, but I also love it whenever they do them so poorly right. that, that it's just super entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Frenchie. Both yeah, ends yeah. of the spectrum. He's, uh, he's on that other spectrum. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then uh, revealed to be gay. In the in the 70s? No, no. Uh-huh. In uh, his most, or not his most recent series, but... Uh, <clears throat> the one from like four years ago, five years ago. Yeah. yeah. Huh. They're all, they're all, uh, they're all gay. All yeah. Those, uh, all those superheroes and their sidekicks. Yep. Yeah. They're all coming out, which is good. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. They should, you know, should have a gay superhero parade. Right. North Star right at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know who else. I uh, the Young Avengers, right? Uh, yeah. There's the Hulkling and, uh, Wiccan. Wiccan is the other guy. 
then there's uh, Midnighter and Apollo. Oh yeah, that's right. <coughs> Classic gay couple. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the current question. Really? Yeah, she's uh, she's a uh, lesbian. Oh, isn't is Batwoman gay? Batwoman. Too? Yeah. Batwoman. Yeah. 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 Huh. Well, yeah. uh, maybe it. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Castle. Uh, He's not really a superhero, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and, uh, Cypher, what's his name? Micro? Yeah. <laughs> Had some pretty questionable uh, relations in the, yeah. in, the, in the back of that van. I don't know. <laughs> if the battle vans are rocking, don't come a knock. That's, right. that's right. It's not just his AK-47 that's cocked. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Weird. Oh yeah, this is what we do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I did remember one other gay character. Oh, uh, go for um, it. Uh, Obsidian from uh, the Justice Society. Mm, I don't know who that is. It's uh, Golden Age Green Lantern's son. Yeah, okay. This guy, it's got the cape, the spandex. Yeah. <laughs> I've never read JSA uh, ever. I don't believe. Mm. He was formerly uh, Infinity Inc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I read some of those when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. Shadow Guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is that in the McFarlane era? Infinity? Uh, I believe he was there. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. the ones I read. Yeah. Never read any of those. Yeah. I don't like me some Todd McFarlane. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Doesn't do much. He inks. I think he inks haunt. Does he ink haunt or pencil haunt? I think he. Inks okay. It. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he actually pencils anything anymore. He should. He should. He's amazing. I would, uh, like, I stopped buying Haunt, but, uh, it was okay when I was reading it. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was alright. Yeah. I, I read the first story arc and I just kind of gave up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would, uh, totally buy something that he fully, uh, you know, penciled and inked himself. Mm-hmm. With no hesitation whatsoever. I still, uh, some of those men, some of those old, all the Hulk covers that he did. I oh, still yeah. love this. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. <clears throat> He's all right. Even, uh, even liked uh, the early spawns. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Classics. Classics, indeed. So, so what else did you read this week? Uh, that was it. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just uh, Night and Squires and, uh, like, the, the two... Moon Knight things. Uh, uh, oh, I did read uh, the first issue of the new Moon Knight series. Oh, the, the, Bendis. the Brian Bendis, Alex Malyev uh, series. Yeah, yeah. Did it? <clears throat> did it hold up compared to the, the essentials that you read? Um, I mean, technically, I guess it was better. Mm-hmm. Technically. Yeah, apples yeah. and oranges, though. Uh, yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the you know, the whole uh, it's a, you know, not exactly the same Moon Knight and the, the Werewolf by Nights, uh, but also uh, you know it's still not good. <laughs> the oh, the new one? Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, no, yeah. That's just one issue, right? Maybe it'll, it'll maybe maybe it'll. But, uh, you know, the, there was a Moon Knight series that came out like a year and a half ago that mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like I liked it a lot. It and, uh, and, uh, had a good, uh, had a good uh, creative team with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, strong storyline. You know, I was uh, looking forward to seeing that go. And uh, 
you know, it uh, pretty much got canceled. You know, uh, never announced that it was going to be canceled, but like a year in, or not yeah. even a year in. Yeah, uh, like I think issue fourteen was the last right. one that came out, and then uh, it crossed over with Shadowland, sort of. Uh, and then, you know, I wasn't reading any of those because uh, I don't support shitty crossovers. Right. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was just over. Nah, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, and it was excellent. It was an excellent uh, series. And, uh, and then this uh, is not, so far, one issue in, <clears throat> not good. Well, you know, sometimes it's a little rough, for, rough at the start. <clears throat> yeah. You know, they have to build it up and set it up and... Well, it's like uh, you know the the previous Moon Knight series. They they pretty much tried to uh, do away with the whole uh, he's uh, super crazy kind of thing, and sort of set him on a path towards uh, not being super crazy. He was still crazy, just not super crazy, was, right? Yeah. And uh, with this, Bendis is like, no, he's super <laughs> duper crazy, yeah, <laughs> like literally, yeah, because yeah, because yeah. spoiler, right? Yeah. He thinks he's every he super- thinks he's all the Avengers, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what I heard. That's yeah, I mean, yeah, I heard that concept, and I was like, that could either be super fun, or it could just be awful. Yeah. It might be fun. I don't know. Like, we'll give it like another couple issues, I think. But yeah. uh, you know, see, see, yeah, because I don't know what the tone he's trying to set with this is yet. If he's going for the dark Daredevil kind of thing, or more of the lighthearted Ultimate Spider-Man, or somewhere in between, maybe uh, like. All-Star Batman sort of uh, atmosphere. Uh, <laughs> Just insane-o. Uh, no, it's not even... It's definitely not that. Uh, yeah. Not not uh, over the top. Uh, just, you know, you're, you're questioning what the fuck is wrong with uh, him, you know? Right. <laughs> Frank Miller. Yeah, not bad. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, I'd say I'd say two issues in. Give it a shot. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I usually go... Yeah, maybe I'll stick around for the first story arc. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just wait for the trade. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I do like Bendis. I do like Malia. I do like the Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's a recipe for success. Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. Well, it's going to sell well anyway. Never be canceled. Unless <laughs> it was Spider-Woman. I, was saying, I think we sold out. <laughs> I think we sold out. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. But uh, none of those are the book we uh, were supposed to be talking about. No, they are not. Knight and Squire from uh, the DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Paul Cornell, writer. Jimmy Broxton. Broxton. Artist. Yannick Paquette on covers. Ooh, nice. You went the extra mile. You yeah, researched. I, I, don't, I don't actually know how to pronounce his name. Well, that's what it looks like when I read it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, six little six issue miniseries here. Six issue miniseries, the British Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. um, made popular by uh, Grant Morrison, but uh, I think the at least uh, the character of the Knight has been around for a while. Yeah. yeah. What what Grant Morrison stuff were they in? Uh, they were in uh, his his Batman run, uh, the J. H. Williams uh, storyline uh, in particular. Okay. okay. The the international. Club of Batman or whatever that was. I still haven't read that. Yeah, <clears throat> you should. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I think they showed up in uh, they showed up in uh, the Batman and Robin series. Uh, they were in uh, I think uh, the JLA classified three issue thing that he wrote. Oh wow! Okay, so they they've paid their dues. Yeah, they've been around. Oh. I guess uh, the Knight was uh, created back in the fifties. 
Really? Yeah. As a Batman spoof? Uh, he was introduced in Batman. He was the British Batman. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I guess, uh, and then uh, the current knight used to be the squire. Uh, his father was the original knight. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, apparently retconned so that uh, the original knight was actually the shiny knight's squire in World War Two. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> it just gets more epic. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so now we come to this series. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to keep going. Other, uh, no, no, no. I thought you were going to say that again. The staples were all made out of uh, the <coughs> first suit of armor that the knight wore <laughs> in the photo session. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't really exist. What? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> doesn't, doesn't really exist. I'm, I've met Lou Ferrigno. I know superheroes are real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what else I've been doing. Watching old episodes of The Hulk. <coughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, Knight and Squire. Knight um, and Squire. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. What I enjoyed about it the most mm-hmm. was the fact that it was like old comics. Yeah. Every issue, except for the last two, was a single issue story. Yeah. And they sort of kind of had a flow through. Uh, they had yeah. a flow, and then they were loosely connected, you know, connected enough Right. Uh, but uh, not enough that, uh, I mean, if this was an ongoing series, you could just literally pick up any issue and uh, yeah. uh, jump right in. I agree. That is awesome about that. Yeah. It, it, it was written kind of like, like you said, like old style, but it also reminded me, I don't know if, if I'm just remembering this differently, but it kind of reminds me of uh, like the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol, like that kind of weird, fun kind of, um, like where parts of it I'm like, what's going on here? What, what are they doing? And then... And you're like, wow, it's just kind of fun and strange. I would never equate Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol with fun. Really? Yeah. Uh, his Flex Metallo, I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though that is actually darker. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't call Doom Patrol fun. Really? Yeah. I, I thought it was fun. Maybe it was just fun because it was so strange. It was definitely strange. And this definitely has a... a uh, a bizarre vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And not, yeah, I love that too. All right. But, uh, yeah, I think this is a lot more fun than, uh, well, I mean, there, take on the there, there's some darkness in here. There's some, like, uh, very little. Some uh, murder and some, uh, yeah. heartbreak. Uh, towards the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, like, yeah, and then the last issue. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're not actually saying what it is, but uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, I think uh, at the time, I don't, I don't know. My take mm-hmm. is that uh, Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol was uh, just him uh, doing a shitload of drugs, and uh, you know, I mean, he probably was having fun, yeah, but uh, the characters weren't, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, there were fun aspects to it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Mr. Oh, yeah. Nobody. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, Danny the Street. All that stuff. Yeah. Right? It was yeah. just strange and like, like that's what that's what, I guess I guess I mean more like, it's fun to read because you're like, wow, this is so weird and strange. Yeah. Like, not necessarily like, you're reading uh, Gru the Wanderer or something. Yeah. But, you know. but I would equate more of that to Knight and Squire. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. there was. Humorous aspects to it, and, and oh, yeah. you know, it was just a like a sense of wonder and, and uh, a sense of uh, comedy to it. You know, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite bits uh, is uh, meeting uh, the Knights Butler. Yeah. <laughs> the American Butler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because Alfred is kind of like the stereotypical British butler. Right. So if they had an American butler, he would be this kind of <laughs> very American person. Wears a bolo tie. I think he's supposed to speak with some sort of uh, Texas twang. Right. Yeah. He's got a draw. Yeah. Hmm. I you know I don't think I've ever read anything else by Paul Cornell, but um, yeah, he's he's got a really good uh, like you said comedy sense. Yeah. But it's also um, you know, just like a really, a really well done, like, n- not, uh, it's like a superhero parody, but not so much as, uh, like it's making fun of the genre, it's, but it's having fun with right, the genre. It's, it's celebrating it. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, like all the superhero books that anyone ever reads is American stuff. And I think taking that whole you know, all the archetypes and then placing them into a, you know, a setting where, you know, those aren't really existent, you know, to, to public knowledge anyway. Right. You know, I think allows him to, yeah, take some of the more fun aspects of it and, and like celebrate it right. a little bit. Just kind of go with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse mm. me. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I, I just, there's a whole lot about this thing to like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, <laughs> Jarvis Poker. Jarvis Poker, the British Joker. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I love, I love the, like, the two page Jarvis Poker comic in the middle of <laughs> one of the issues. <laughs> oh, man. That was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, uh, it kind of reminds me, too, of how Keith Giffen used to do stuff in Ambush Bug. How it would just be like that two-page spread. Right. Like all of a sudden, you turn the page and it's a different comic, but it's like about one of the characters in the comic. And right. It's it's just yeah, right. very strange and creative. You know, like, very creative. Um, very uh, you know, with a with a sort of you know, I, I don't particularly want to use this, uh, but you know, very Monty Pythonish. You know, yeah. kind of sensibilities. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it is British humor. Yeah, okay. zany and whatnot. Uh, but at the same time, uh, also one thing that I really like about it is that it's like uh, it's taking like all the the fun aspects of like the '60s Batman TV show mm-hmm. and sort of uh, placing them in this uh, British setting with right. uh, these characters and you know, uh, <laughs> there's pubs and like, yeah, yeah, you know, all the great architectures drawn in there, right. But but no like like you know just the the approach to like the villains you know the, the wacky villains and wacky superheroes you know that uh, it's a little yeah the superheroes sidekicks and like smaller characters get a little tickish yeah like yeah. some of them are really strange and over the top <laughs> um, uh, I think uh, one of my favorite villains like I think he shows up like twice throughout the whole book is uh, the organ grinder which one is he. Yeah, uh, he's the one. He's I think it's at the second issue where he just shows up in like uh, the town that they live in, and, and like shows up at the convenience store, and uh, uh, I think it's like the guy. He's got like a uh, belt that's a piano, oh. and like the monkey on oh, his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I forgot all about him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I read the first two issues like a week ago. Yeah, so and, did I. And, <laughs> and then uh, I read the rest of them like yesterday. So, yeah, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> kind of disjointed in my mind. Um, what do you think of the the stuff with the uh, uh, the painting and the like, or not the painting, but the the old royalty coming back to life? That was pretty funny. That was uh, that reminded me of Grant Morrison stuff too. Yeah, that, uh, a little bit more so. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't entirely know Paul Cornell's background. I know that uh, he wrote. Uh, Captain Britain and the MI-13 for Marvel, which oh, was a really good series. Uh, definitely not as wacky as yeah, this. That's what I was going to ask if it was if it had any of his humor in it. Uh, I mean, there were moments, but uh, for the most part, it was it was pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, kind of like a Peter David superior story. Kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but. Um, Want to say that he was a writer on Doctor Who? Oh, really? Yeah. The like on the television? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Can't say for sure. On the telly, I mean. On the telly. Yeah. yeah. On the on the tube. Uh, I think the tube is something different in uh, England. Oh, is it? Is uh, that like a sex I, move? I think it's actually the subway. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but uh, the subway is a sex move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just fun. It's just a really fun, like especially, like I really like Batman, but I I know I've, like I've said before, I've been kind of like uninterested in reading Batman stories recently. Right. Um, but for some reason, this one was like such a different looking take on it that I was excited and. Right. I think it paid off. I, uh, I think so too. Uh, yeah, like I've been enjoying uh, the Batman books, uh, particularly the Grant Morrison ones, uh, for the past few years, and. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, yeah, this one definitely has uh, more of a sense of uh, fun and uh, excitement to it than, than those books. But, right. Yeah. Plus, it's just a six-issue series. So right, like, yeah. Like, the Grant Morrison stuff's kind of daunting. Like, I've, I've been buying them. Right. Um, and I think I have all the trades now, but I'm like, wow, I'm going to have to sit down and spend, like, a weekend reading right. all those. Oh, he, he's taking sort of that... Uh, He's building to something approach, you know, and it just keeps building and building and building. Uh, whereas this is just, you know, six, you know, pretty much six one shot books, yeah. you know, and, uh, <laughs> I'm of a simple mind lately. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I'm, this is, the, I'm the kind of dude that just needs six one shot comics right. that I can read. Uh, yeah, That's my, understandable. Right. My brain is deteriorating. Yeah, oh, mine too. <laughs> mine too. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was uh, just a ton of fun to read and uh, enjoyable. And then, uh, you know, I like seeing, I mean, he Paul Cornell's not an A-list you know, writer at this point. I mean, he, he's gaining popularity with every mm-hmm. project he does. But uh, it's fun to see someone in that sort of middle range, you know, popularity-wise take on, you know, some characters who really don't have much background oh, yeah. or anything to them. No fan base, really. Yeah, and then give them, you know, basically life. Right. You know, I mean... Uh, yeah, I had no idea that they were in anything else. Like, I assumed they were maybe in the Batman Incorporated, which I haven't read yet. Right. Um, but I didn't know they, were, they had the, you know, the history. Right. Yeah, been around a while. But, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, Morrison's been, been using them since... Uh, Roughly since his JLA run on and off, yeah. Wow. Uh, but I think otherwise they're mostly ignored, you know. Right. Uh, and yeah, there's like no backstory to them other than you know, 
continuity. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it's kind of fun to think that you know Paul Cornell has set all this up, and then uh, that that is you know who those characters are now until they are ignored after this, right? <laughs> Which they most likely will be, probably. Because yeah. I don't know, I don't know how this series did. Um. I think we ordered, like, ten copies, and I don't think we ever sold out of any of them. Right. But that's not terrible. I mean, there's some Batman series we only sell, like, ten or fifteen of. Right. um, Yeah, I'm not even just talking, like, you know, at at your store. I'm talking, like, I never read any reviews of this uh, this book online anywhere. Nobody ever really talked about it. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I never saw anything about this other than, like, you know, I know Joe was into it, I think. Right. And, uh, like, I didn't even know you had bought them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, w- I was buying them as they came out, and I was just waiting until they were over so I could pick it. Because oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, ah, it looks like something I'd want to read all at once. Yeah, I, I'd been buying them, but, uh, yeah, I hadn't read them. Uh, I was waiting until the last issue came out to read them all. Mm-hmm. And then you picked it. And, uh, then I didn't have to uh, make excuses not to. <laughs> not to read it? Yeah. Okay. Is that what you do with your piles? Essentially. Oh. Yeah. That's what we all do. Yeah. Such as the line. We have one of our comic files uh, came in yesterday, file number 50. And uh, he's a really good comics uh, buyer. He's been there as long as I can remember, right. probably since the mid-90s. And, uh, and he had like 30 titles on his card. And he had this big pile, and he's like, you know, I'm just going to have to cross a lot of these off. He's like, I got this pile at my house that I still haven't read. He's like, I'll buy what I have here, but he's like, I think I'm just going to read, like, five books now. And he, uh, But his picks were pretty good. He, like, crossed off, you know, a lot of, like, I don't know, kind of stuff that I was like, eh. And he kept Walking Dead and Sweet Tooth and The Boys, you know, like, some of the more, like, right. you know, uh, I don't want to say definitive, but just, like, they have books that have their own personality. Right, so, yeah, yes. But yeah, I think everybody's. What, what tangent am I going on? I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just say like everybody's got those piles, like yeah. like you're talking about, and I'm glad we got to dig this one out before it uh, before it became buried. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did want to say like Jimmy Broxton. I think he's one of those artists who is solid. Yeah. You know, he's like he's he can tell a story. Yeah. Really yeah. well, and like there's nothing like insanely flashy going on. Yeah. But you know. Like he can, but he also has his own style too. Yeah, I, mean, I think I would definitely be able to pick out something else that he drew if right. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. there was elements that reminded me of like older Tony Harris sort of. Everyone saw a little saw bit. Him. Yeah, um, uh, his cartoonier stuff. Yeah. yeah, but there was one thing that pissed me off about Jimmy Broxton. Oh, and I will, I will air my grievance right here. Okay, I noticed two different times, and I hate this in comics. I hate it. Uh, two different pages. He reused the same panel like more than one time, and would just like change something slightly, like put like stuff, like change the position of the character or something. Right. But the entire background is drawn the same. Like because I would like I was like, oh, is that one of those? And I'd look really close, and like the details are like exact, you know. Right. Like and it's not like you know the same numbers are on you know the clock, but like every little shadow is like drawn the same way. Right. And I'm like, oh, it pisses me off when I see that because. It doesn't take that much longer to draw the same panel twice, the same background. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's not. It's not like this isn't a Jeff Darrow background. I mean, it's just like uh, it's just like a building and some shadows on it. I will say this uh, strictly as a person who is lazy. Yeah. Who uh, has lost any enjoyment that I would ever have had in drawing comics? 
that uh, I would totally cheat that way, and totally have, and if I ever do any more comics in the future, we'll most likely definitely do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because uh, <clears throat> that's what the computer is there for. Yeah. And, you know, I, but also only if it serves the story. Well, I wonder, though, like, what what does that original page look like? Like, if I would have bought, bought, you know, if you buy that original art page, is there just, like, blankness on the second panel? Uh, probably that or, like, a photocopy of that pasted where that panel is. Right. Like, who knows? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No. I can't tell. Maybe he only works digitally. Oh, yeah, possibly. Maybe he doesn't have <coughs> original art. Oh. Uh, yeah, let's see the uh, second issue. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he uh, does one of those, uh, what are those things called? Wacom's tablets or something? Yeah, could uh, could do that. Use a tablet. Use a Cintiq. Uh, but otherwise, I, I really like his solid artwork and storytelling. I just wanted to get that yeah, out there. Yeah, I, I think he's sharp. Uh, sure. you know, uh, I don't think he's ever going to be... Uh, a comic art superstar, mm-hmm. but uh, he's definitely solid, and uh, I got uh, got uh, nothing against his art. I think it's really good. Yeah. Uh, okay, I did. Uh, I noticed this uh, when I was reading the book, and I wanted to see if it was uh, not just my copy, but uh, it is on your copy as well. <laughs> uh, this is something that bothers me. It's something that. You actually don't see a lot. Oh, yeah. But uh, page three of issue two is low res. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> what, how, how can you... T- oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, because of the pixelated lines? Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I didn't notice that. Yeah, you can see it on his leg as the organ grinder's walking out. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> you know, I noticed that on... Uh, I tried to read that... Venom comic that came out recently that yeah, Tony yeah, Moore yeah, drew, yeah, yeah. and uh, the copies we had were all, I mean, like there was it wasn't like they were damaged somehow, but it just looked like yeah, it was like really low res, huh. and like the uh, you know like the first couple pages were just really yeah like pixelated and you couldn't really tell what the detail was supposed to be and huh. you know part of the the fun of reading a Tony Moore comic is admiring all the detail. Right. And uh, so I just, I gave up on it. So Marvel, you lost a reader because of your low-res uh, well, solution. Well, uh, I can't say anything for sure, but I do know that uh, Tony Moore had uh, pages of Venom number 1 stolen before oh, wow. they were uh, printed at all. And all he had were left were scans. Oh, Maybe that explains so it. That, that may be a reason for that there. Oh, huh. well, that makes sense. Where maybe somebody stole a page page three of issue two of this, too. Could be. Could be. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. Like, what What do you do with that? Like, because, I mean, if you're a huge Tony Moore fan and you're just going to hang them in your house, you know, because you don't want to get in trouble selling them. Right. You know, like, I can sort of understand it, but at the same time, you're stealing from Tony Moore, so that's right. not cool if you like him. Right. But then if... You are just stealing them to resell. Obviously, you're going to get caught because they're one-of-a-kind things. Right. People are going to keep a lookout for them on eBay and everything else. Yeah. Or, like, you know, dealer rooms. You know, maybe maybe also they're waiting until, like, people have forgotten yeah. that this happened. You know, who knows? That's sad. But, yeah, it's shitty either way. Right. Especially, you know, before the book was actually, you know, printed. <laughs> right, yeah. You know? Yeah, because he could have, like, you know... Not that I'm condoning stealing any artwork. Right. But, you know, at, at least Wazel is... Right, yeah. So the guy doesn't lose his job, like, oh, I get it, the dog ate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same problem Kirkman had with you. You're fired. 
bunch of boneheads out there yeah people suck but not jimmy and paul nope they know how to make a good comment they are a okay and mm. uh, i hope there's a sequel yeah i really do you'd, you'd read a sequel i would totally i think I would. especially if it's in a similar vein same creative team same creative team you know one-off issues you know every issue that kind of thing you know uh, yeah I, I enjoyed it a lot huh? uh, uh also, did not realize until I think the second issue that uh, the last page of every uh, issue was uh, an explanation yeah. of uh, different Britishisms. Yeah, that's always helpful whenever yeah. you know there's like a whole index in the back. Yeah, because it gets really muddled because I didn't even read the last two because it was like here's the thousand characters we created for the yeah. series, and I was like, oh, whoa, 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 that's just too much. I don't want to read that. Like, uh, I skimmed through it, and I saw that uh, they created 88 new characters <laughs> in the first issue alone. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's a superhero slash villain truce bar. Yeah. Where, where you, when you go, you can't fight there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just full of characters. That's that, pretty awesome. Yeah, that was really yeah. cool. That was really cool. That kind of reminded me of The Tick, too. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like, it just seemed like something from that Ben Edlin world where right. the heroes and villains would just co-mingle. Yeah. 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 So yeah. what we're saying is that we missed The Tick. We missed The Tick. Ben Edlund. We missed Ben Edlund. Uh, come back. Stop. Stop uh, doing whatever you're doing on that Supernatural show. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. Those Tick fans, we miss him. Yeah, we do. And we're also saying don't steal the original network. Don't do that either. Shame on you. Yep. Sir or madam. Right. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Night Squire. Thumbs up. Yeah. Thumbs up. Let's do that. Okay. Clap!
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Word up, yo. To your mama. To your mama. <laughs> My mama's in Puerto Rico right now. Wow. Well, yeah. what, what do you think she's doing right now? Right now? Uh, let's see. I know they leave in the morning. So I'm sure today it was probably more of a make sure everything's packed kind of day. And also just hang out by the pool and the beach. That is awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> I bet my mom, let's see, is getting ready to watch Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe eat some uh, chocolate candy. Yeah. 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 In yeah. her uh, recliner. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool too. Oh, sure. I mean, it's no Puerto Rican beach. No. But, no yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. We all have our things to be jealous of, yeah. and uh, I think I can be equally as jealous of, uh, <laughs> of uh, Puerto Rican beach and uh, recliner wheel of fortune. <laughs> yeah. With chocolate. With chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget the chocolate. Uh, I might kind of push it over the top. You know? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge chocolate fan. Yeah, I, mean, I, can, yeah. I can do without, but, uh, you know, been known to watch some wheel of fortune. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have been around for exactly. six decades. if it Yeah. Was. Even though I know you have... Uh, you know, diatribed against it many a time. I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing along with how cool my mom's night is. <laughs> and hey, NCIS is on later tonight. Maybe See? she'll watch that. She, uh, I think she, she, her TV watching nights are when Mondays and when, or Mondays and Thursdays. She watches, uh, Mike and Molly and, uh, on Mondays and she watches Big Bang Theory on Thursday. Uh, that's it? I think she might watch, like, two shows each night, but yeah. I don't know what they are. Yeah. I've, uh... Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I've been staying at my parents' house this past week, so I've uh, been uh, enjoying cable. And uh, when I haven't been enjoying cable, I've just been watching DVDs like I always do when I'm here. Yeah? Yeah. No. I mean, anything uh, that you've just discovered that was amazing on cable? Um... Discovered? No, we got to rock out to some metal videos. Yeah, well, uh, we, we did, uh... But we didn't discover that. No. You already yeah. knew about that? Yeah. Um... No, like, uh, I watched uh, a couple episodes of Mythbusters, uh, which I generally tend to catch when I'm, uh, staying over there. Um... Found a, a channel that uh, may or may not exist on uh, regular TV. That uh, I need to experiment with uh, when I uh, move back in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that where you're watching the Hulk? Yeah. 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 It's uh, some sort of retro uh, television station that uh, was uh, nestled in the cable tier, right in the sort of uh, PBS area. Okay. Uh, and uh, just before the, uh, you know, high-definition local channels. Mm-hmm. So so I'm, I'm, I think it might be available Ooh. via antenna. What ought it be? Run. Uh, I don't know for sure, but I know that uh, 6 p.m. every day they show uh, The Incredible Hulk, the uh, Bill Bixby, Lou Ferrigno show. It's classic. Uh, followed by Knight Rider. Wow. And I know uh, when I woke up on Saturday morning, uh, I caught the tail end of a uh, Masters of Universe. <laughs> the uh, old 80s cartoon. Nice. Yeah. Wow, this station does sound amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This station sounds like it needs to personally call Matt Brassfield <laughs> to let him know. <laughs> I did uh, yesterday. I uh, posted uh, 
on the on the facing book because uh, I occasionally do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, when I do, I usually try to be uh, weird and or funny, and then uh, usually fail at both. No, oh, well that's good. But uh, I posted yesterday as I was watching The Incredible Hulk that uh, someone wearing my pants and shoes is watching The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> And uh, Juliet uh, responded, Matt stole your clothes. <laughs> awesome. our, our friend Matt does love him some Hulk. He does. Yeah, more so than most humans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it can be infectious. I, I, I like a Hulk. Oh, yeah. Not a huge fan. Uh, I mean, he's got a uh, limited amount of uh, stories <laughs> that you can tell. That's that the character. best word to describe. Yeah. yeah. Like Peter David tried to... He breathed a little direction and life into it. But, right, right. But, I mean, there's... Because there's only so many Hulk smash stories one person can read. Right, right. Uh, you know, I almost even... Uh, I was uh, just browsing around on Amazon and I uh, saw that uh, they have the Incredible Hulk complete series. Uh, like, all five seasons of it. Uh, for, like, 40 bucks. Wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty decent. Uh, Almost made me want to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Wonder if it's one of those things that after you watched like five episodes, you're like, I'm done. Probably. Yeah. Uh, probably. Maybe if you spaced it out. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like treated yourself every Sunday to an episode or something. Yeah. It is. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it probably is the most formulaic TV show that has ever been on. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, because I mean, he kind of he starts out as Bixby. He something happens. He's Hulk. And he saves somebody. Right. He leaves that town and wanders yeah, away. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And chased by the reporter. Yeah. McGee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, McGee was the name. Yeah. I don't remember that. Uh, the episode I watched last night uh, was all about him. It was actually pretty good. Really? Yeah. So it broke the mold. Kinda. Yeah. Uh, kinda. Yeah. Only in so much that uh, it was essentially just a clip show. <laughs> Uh, with, uh, sort of the, the framing, uh, sequence of, uh, uh, McGee fighting for his job at the newspaper. Okay. Uh. <laughs> like it was one of those, like, remember the time? This uh-huh. Kinda, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically, the, the plot of the episode was that, uh, his, there was a new owner of the newspaper and, uh, she was, uh, gonna get rid of all the, uh, the tabloid, uh, type stories that, uh, they used to, to, to tell. And, uh, of course, the Hulk stories that uh, he was writing were, were the first to go. Yeah. But he insists that the Hulk is real and uh, has to struggle to convince her that uh, the Hulk is uh, an actual thing. So he's telling her all the past adventures. Yep, oh, yep. Does the Hulk eventually show up and, like, Proof. reveal himself to the lady? Uh, essentially. Yeah. They they track him down. Uh, he convinces her to uh, to go to the, the site of a, of a Hulk sighting. And uh, they find him. Uh, then, uh, they chase after him, he, uh, turns into the Hulk and, uh, destroys something and runs away, uh, without ever once showing Bill Bixby. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he was on vacation that it week. It was like his yeah. day off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are we going to do this? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah. Other than, uh, I think, uh, something happened at Wright Pat yesterday that I can't find out anything about. Oh, really? Yeah. Like an explosion or something? Yes. Really? Yes. Didn't know about that. <laughs> I was, because uh, my parents live uh, not too far away from uh, where Wright Patterson Air Force Base is. Uh, 
was around nine o'clock last night, and I was uh, watching uh, watching some Night Court mm-hmm. on uh, the DVDs, uh, hanging out with uh, the cat Max, and drawing. And uh, so my head was down, and uh, all of a sudden I heard uh, like a whistling, and then a gigantic explosion. Like, like if you were uh, right next to, to, like, fireworks being set off. Really? Yeah. Uh, and uh, Cat freaked out. I kind of, what the fuck was that, yeah? Uh, I went outside, and, uh, like, as I was walking out of, onto uh, my parents' patio, the uh, the neighbor walked out. And he was like, hey, Eric! What was that? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Wow. I, like, I saw that flash. I was like, I didn't see a flash, but uh, I fucking heard an explosion. No, wow! And there is absolutely no news about it whatsoever. Huh? That's even more alarming. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they're like trying to figure out what to tell us that it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's a little, a little scary, and, yeah. and it's a little, uh, you know. Pardon me. If I'm, you know, stepping over a boundary here, but that's a little weird that your parents went out of town, and then <laughs> this happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't. I, uh, I hate to throw blame before we know all the all the evidence has come to light, but right. but I'm starting to think it was them. Probably was. Probably was. I guess we'll see what happens when I'm supposed to pick them up at Ooh, the airport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See if see if just a a policeman comes to question you instead of right like that's that's the only that's the only uh what was it uh, I don't know there's uh, all sorts of weird things going on right now there so, are yeah. yeah there are but uh, you know maybe also that explosion was uh, had something to do with uh, what's coming up on Saturday oh the end of the world oh is that the Saturday that is the Saturday okay this. Is most likely our last podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> shoot. I was even going to pick a movie I, I kind of wanted to see. Um, <laughs> well, just in case the world doesn't end. Uh-huh. Just in case. There's a slim possibility. Oh, there is? Okay, so the, there's still a... Yeah, there's like a 10%, maybe 5% chance Oh, well, that's, that that's, the world won't end on well, Saturday. Well, that's bigger odds than I expected. Yeah. I thought it was like... So, so go ahead and pick... The movie? Okay. We'll just, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, dear listener, if uh, you don't get an episode after this, well, it's because the world ended. Okay. And both right. of us will have been raptured. Okay. And uh, we won't be podcasting anymore. Well, that makes sense. So, but there's always the archives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Check out the archives. If you're, if you're listening from another planetary. Right, right. Or if you're left behind oh, after the rapture. Oh, that's too yeah. bad. That is too bad. But hey. 129 episodes of pure entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> That'll get you through until uh, Except for you know, the host return of Christ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, good luck, people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hope you go with us. <laughs> um, I mean, because we're, we're a family here. We don't oh, want yeah. to leave anybody behind. No. I certainly uh, would like most of our listeners, uh, you know, into in the afterlife with us, and uh, follow us when we start our uh, post afterlife gutter trash podcast. (laughs) Oh yeah, we probably won't use as many f F bombs. Probably Uh, not. I've heard it's frowned upon. Uh, 
Okay. Well, should I go ahead and pick a movie then? Just, uh, in case. Well, I mean, do you, do you want to get out of here? It, uh, I'm not, you, you've had a, uh, huh? a busy time since the last time we recorded. Oh, yeah. I don't know oh, yeah. Wanna... I forget that. I was thinking that we did a podcast after that. I don't know. We haven't yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have to be at work at 8. I don't know what time it is. Oh, yeah. Um, That's right. Let's see. Let's see. It is now 7.02. We're good. Okay. Yeah. We're good. Um, yeah, I, I, like your parents, left the country. Yeah. For for a brief, uh, you know, few days. It was awesome. I uh, went to the Toronto Comic Arts Festival oh. in Toronto, ironically enough. That doesn't make any sense Well, it was originally in Boise, but they oh, had to okay. move it for some sort of zoning thing. But, uh. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but no, it was good. I met some people who I've admired for quite some time, including uh, Chris Ware and... David Boswell, those were like my favorite two. Don't know who that last one is. David Boswell, Reed Fleming, World Stuff Smoke Man. Oh. That was the, I think the first non-Marvel DC superhero book I ever bought when I was nine years old. I bought Reed Fleming, World Stuff Smoke Man. Nice. And I told him that, and he was like, he was like, wow, nine years old. He's like, that might be a little too early to read Reed Fleming's World Stuff Smoke Man. And I was like, well, I'm, I was like, I'm sure there were some jokes I didn't get, but I was like, but uh, I could tell I loved it. And, I've loved it for 20 years now, you know. <laughs> so he was really cool. Even though you're not 29. I am not 29. Well, there was that, there was that brief, there was that five year period where I hated Reed Fleming. Okay. With a passion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell, I didn't say consecutive years to him. I didn't want to. Well, that was that time where you were really into like Rob Liefeld and mm, Youngblood. Mm, okay. And yeah. when I got my Youngblood back, back tattoo. Right, yeah. Yeah. I still need to get that removed. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, that was, that was really cool. Uh, found some mini comics and things by people I'd never heard of, so yeah. that was fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, thanks for inviting me, uh, again. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was yeah. super no, awesome. No problem. Uh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Uh, yeah, well, like, uh, did you do anything else? I mean, um, surely you, uh... Actually, yeah, we, we you, did... You did something other than uh, just go to the comic book <laughs> convention. Well, you know, that's that's why we were there. So we we did spend, like, pretty much two days just going to the comics convention and, like, reading we their comics. for, like, almost a week. And we were going for almost a week. We, we, uh, we started to go to, uh, um... Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. No, I started to say SCTV, but because uh, really, I mean, once you're once you're once you're past the border, right? I mean, you're home for it. Just go for it. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't even think of the name of it. What's the comedy troupe? Not SCTV, but uh, in Canada, Second City. Second City. We, we start. Is, is what it, the SC stands for? Is it? Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, I'm awesome. <laughs> I know almost nothing. <laughs> It's not, uh, oh, it's not the IMDb, it's the internet, it's the, it's that movie database on the internet. People always talk about it. I'm going to look it up on IMDb and see what it is. <laughs> um, no, but uh, we started to go there, and uh, and it just ended up being like this crazy walk. Like, we walked for like half an hour, and then we, like, we looked at a map, and we were like, we're nowhere near it, so right. we, we just decided to to wait on that um does your lady have friend have a uh have a fancy phone that uh has like a gps on it yeah 
Yeah. But we didn't want to drive there. We were already out walking. Well, yeah, but you, know, you use the fancy phone and figure out where you're going. Oh, no, that's the map she looked at. Oh, we, okay. we stopped. Right, we, right. we stopped and looked at her internet map. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so in Toronto, we mostly just ate food and went to the comic show. But um, we drove to London, Ontario, and we stayed there for a couple of days, too, sure. um, after we left Toronto. And that city was awesome. It was it was like a, a much smaller Toronto and it was kind of reminiscent of Dayton. It was kind of dirty and, like, you know, just blue-collar. But it also had, like, a lot of diversity and, uh, you know, like, uh, you know how, like, we just had, like, a couple blocks of uh, awesome stores downtown, like Brown Street or whatever, or Fifth Street. But it was, like, I uh, say that you're using those terms loosely. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow. But, it, but, I mean, there was, like, this... We have, like, a smattering of, like, cool eclectic shops, but it was, like, this, like, whole street of it. Right. And we walked down, and uh, we found a couple comic shops, and we found the only other comic shop on the face of the planet besides Mavericks that sells sports cards and comics still. Oh, well. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> did, uh, <laughs> did you form a bond with anyone there? I did. I, did. I talked to the guy, and uh, and uh, I talked to the, I guess he was the owner. He was, the, like, the guy in charge there. Right. And, uh, he was like, an old man with a beard and uh, forgetful memory. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like in his scabs. Yeah, <laughs> like he had that same scar that Jack has on his right temple, but it was on his left temple. <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> but uh, but no, we were talking and and I said, yeah, you know, I work at a shop that sells sports cards and comics too. And I said, I, yeah, I didn't think anybody else did, you know, because <laughs> they just don't sell very well anymore. And he was like, and he was like, yeah, it's the same way here, you know, uh, occasionally. We'll have a, a slow day, and then we'll sell, like, $300 worth of sports cards, and then we'll make up for things. But he said, overall, yeah, they're not very big. And I was like, wow, it's, it's the same and even in, in the, on Ontario. But sure. but the coolest part about uh, London, we we found the... The bridge was falling down. <laughs> the bridge was falling down. <laughs> um, and my fair lady and I, we... <laughs> We found out that Labatt's Brewing, Brewing Company was there, like yeah. the, the brewery, and uh, we took a tour of, of Labatt's, and nice. it, it was awesome. Wow. Yeah. It, it, they, like, walk you through the whole, like, I think they have, like, four breweries there, yeah. and they walk you through the whole thing, and it took, like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours, and at the end, you know, they, you get free samples. samples. Yeah. And, I mean, it, they're basically, like, shot glasses, but we had, like, you know, seven shots of beer, right. and, like, different types, and... The lady was really cool. It's almost a full bottle, right? Yeah. yeah. Plus, we're down and on the other. And then uh, they even had... been walking for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no food in our bellies. Yeah. We were trashed. <laughs> but they... Uh, it was really informative, and they even showed us... They had these these two old trucks that were really cool. They had the 1947 uh, Labatt's delivery truck, and it was, like, illegal to... You couldn't have billboards or anything for beer back then. So they just made this giant truck, and, like, they painted little bats on the side. And they said even if they didn't have deliveries, they would just send it out all day, every day. Because, you know, I guess it wasn't $6 a year. <laughs> and, uh, and so, like, that drummed the business. But the coolest thing, they had the 1919 Labatt's truck. And it that one doesn't run anymore. Like, the 47 one, they actually still running around in London sometimes. But uh, it had, like, these giant rubber tires that are just rubber right and it looked like you know those old 30s and 40s like mickey mouse cartoons when there's a truck like balancing up and down the street as it right, drives right. it looked just like that nice so 
And then she, t- and then I was like, wow, this is really fun. But she ended the tour with this story. She was like, oh yeah, um, you know, we, uh, we used to even like this 1947 truck, whenever they were out, uh, out, out and about on deliveries, it was in the job description that Labatt's drivers had to stop and help any stranded motorists. Like if their car was tore up, like it was like part of their job, like they had to do it. And, uh, like, just for advertising, like, people were like, wow, the beer truck helped me, you know, and I'm gonna buy their beer. But she said, then, uh, one day, the, uh, one of the Labatt's brothers, because I guess there's two brothers that own the company, uh, was out driving the truck, and someone stopped, like, he stopped to help somebody, and the guy kidnapped him, and, like, <laughs> and, like, uh, tried to, like, extort all this money from Labatt's, and, uh, and he had some sort of health condition where he was, like, you know, he didn't have his medication, so he was, like, basically dying right there on on in their hands and they were they like they freaked out and they like just drove him home and like dumped him there and like you know because like they knew where he right, lived right. and uh so at least they took him home but they dumped him there and then they just left and they never got any money in and and the guy had like these horrible um that's not funny but uh, i mean it's it's just funny that she told us the story last right, because it was like right, the yeah. lingering thing but then like he he never recovered from it, and he had, like, all these mental problems, and he died a few years later, and, like, it was just horrible. And she was like, and then that concludes our tour. Thanks for showing up with bats. And we're like, oh, that was such a downer. <laughs> but up until then, it was it was really, like, <laughs> it was really cool. And I recommend it if, if you're ever driving through London, Ontario. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was pretty much the whole trip. It was a lot of relaxing, a lot of walking, and a lot of eating. That's cool. A lot of comics reading. Sometimes you need that. Yeah. Like I said on the previous episode, I would really like to take a vacation like that someday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, you made it back in one piece. Yep. Didn't get, uh, you didn't get kidnapped by I did not. Canadian terrorists. No, no. So. I, see, yeah, how cool are Canadian terrorists? Whenever you get sick, they drop you off at your house. <laughs> it's like, well, can't win them all. Yeah, but then you go inside and die. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess there's always a downside. So, uh, you didn't, uh, didn't see any hockey games or anything? Uh, there was a... Syrup. Um, I did have some syrup on a pancake, and, uh, uh, Kathleen had some gravy on some fries. Nice, nice. And I think there was a hockey game on, uh, when we were at one of the restaurants. But, (coughs) but I think, but, uh, let's see. Yeah, nothing else. We did hear, like, three A's, like, very, like, you know, like, someone's like, oh, uh, it's right down there, eh? You know, like, whenever we'd ask for directions. Nice. I was like, yes. Yeah. You need to hear at least one. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we got three. It was cool. You get the uh, boots. Oh yeah, all oh, boots everywhere. <laughs> boots abound, my brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And and we were shocked at how expensive beer was because we ordered uh, two different places. We ordered pints of beer, and you know, and just for a pair of pints, it was like eighteen dollars. Wow. Um, because wow. they, they they have like two or three different taxes on beer there. Uh, okay. So yeah, and yeah, the lady said that uh, isn't it uh, just out of curiosity, the Canadian dollar, isn't it uh, stronger than the American dollar right now? Yeah, I think I think it's like they're, uh, yeah, I forget what it is like ninety three cents converts to a dollar or something. It's pretty close. Uh, 
Um, they're, they're a little stronger than we are, though. Yeah. But uh, the lady uh, on the beer tour said that um, out of all the countries in the world, um, Canada is like, I think she said 15th in consuming beer. And uh, America used to be 14th. Like, we were like neck and neck with Canada. But in, she said in the last few years, we've jumped America as number six now. We're number six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's probably due to, uh, you know, not having universal health care. Yeah. And so we decided just to kill ourselves yeah. uh, rather than suffer without uh, medical help. Exactly. We're just like, fuck it. If yeah. we're going to, if we can't afford to fix our internal problems, let's just <laughs> drink ourselves to an early death. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, uh, did you buy any uh, medicines while you were up there? Mm. Smuggling down? There? No. Um, I think I bought like a ton of comic books. <laughs> smuggled them down. But I bought some jelly bellies, smuggled them in. <laughs> some coconut and orange sherbet jelly bellies. <laughs> but no, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think Kathleen bought some of those Canadian cigarettes with like the charred lungs in the package. You know? But. Like, they have to, I guess it's a law there where they have to show um, horrible things on the packs of cigarettes. Oh, okay. So, you, like, they can't encourage them to be sold to minors, you know? Right, right. So, they, they always have, like, pregnant mothers smoking, and it says, like, you're killing your cat! Or or it shows, like, your lungs full of, like, tar. <laughs> or it shows, like, a close-up of someone's teeth, you know, you know, missing their lips, you know? And right. The gums are all, like, eight different colors of wrong. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. Uh, wacky, lovable Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. Thank you, sir. It's good uh, to be back. Good to be back. It's good to have you back. Missed oh. you. Yeah. Uh, even, uh, even kind of missed your lady friend. Yeah. Even I know she uh, doesn't want to be my friend anymore. <laughs> oh, so. oh, oh. That's not true. Yeah. That is not true. Well, yeah. Uh, well, like, uh, like I said, you know, just in case, uh, just in case the world doesn't end, mm-hmm. yeah, we should probably probably do another up. episode after this. Ooh, okay. Yeah, maybe apologize for for declaring that the world was going to end. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, we didn't create that theory. No, we just pass no. it along. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, people much smarter and more in tune with the world than right. us. Yeah. 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 I've come up with that theory. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Well, uh, there's a movie I wanted to see. Barring any of Ito's. Uh, it's, it's by... Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. You have been publicly called out by by uh, Kurt Dins uh-huh. as uh, picking a bunch of pussy movies. Right, right. Is this one of them? Or are uh, you going to try to prove him wrong? I could go either way because I, I, don't, I don't know a whole lot about it. I just know a little bit about it. All right. I could say it going either way. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not like Rambo, but it's right, not right, like right. Uh, Blue Valentine. It's okay. somewhere in between. <laughs> Uh, which that would make an excellent, uh, like, amalgam. Like, if they could somehow put Rambo, like, he's, like, standing out in front of that store with a boombox or something. Right, right. And that, that waifish heroin chic girl, uh, and him fall in love and then, like, deteriorate. Right. That'd be, that'd be a good movie. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But anyway. Yeah, the, uh, the guy, I think his name is Jung Ho Bong, I believe. The guy that did the host. Um, okay. He did a movie like a year ago ish that I wanted to see, but I never saw. Right. It's called Mother. Okay. And I was going to pick that. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of it. Okay. So, yeah. I, I looked, it does exist on DVD, so hopefully okay. Netflix has it. If not, I'll rent it. Okay. Sounds, uh, sounds alright. Awesome. Okay. Uh, alright, so let's, uh, go ahead and wrap up. I got a bunch of shit to do. You gotta go to work. Yeah, I gotta go to work. You gotta do them funny book files. Yeah. And, uh, alright, so we'll, uh, maybe see you next week. If not, it's been nice. It has been nice. Thank you, everyone. Uh, for those of you who, uh, get raptured along with us, we'll, we'll see you in, uh, in the other world. Party at our house. Yeah. On yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who get left behind, again, check out our archives. There's, uh, the second podcast you can listen to, uh, League Night. Uh, Joe will be here doing that by himself. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've got like three, uh, three months of those, uh, ready to go. Yeah. So, so those will, uh, take you, uh, you know, mostly through, uh, through the, through the summer. Partial, yeah. Partial, partial, uh, journey here on Earth. And yeah. Your purgatory here. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so new episodes of that after, uh, <clears throat> after the, uh, the judgment day. Uh, <laughs> awesome. and, uh, but, uh, again, if I'm wrong, then, uh, we'll, we'll be back with, uh, mother next week. Sweet. All right. <laughs> Looking forward to either one of those things. All right. Goodbye. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>